Yo, everybody. What is going on? Welcome to another episode of the All Pro Jonathan's. We're bringing you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I am your host, JP. Hey, yo. With me, as always, the 610 Beast from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. As you saw, nice, nice blunt wrapped in, in K's hand. Okay, is it, was it a tough one today? Because that looked like a pretty fucking thick blunt that I just saw in your hands right now. No, no, just average. Oh, just average? It was close on the camera. Yeah, it wasn't, it's not that big. It was just close to the camera. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> that thing looked like a, like, a, like a two-grammer from the camera. Um, So, real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. We will be going to the A7FL championship game <coughs> that weekend. Going to be nuts from what I hear. It's going to be actually uh, pretty, pretty, pretty fucking wild um, out there. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss it either. If you can get there to watch the game and, and be a part of the action, by all means, do it. If you can't, go to A7FL TV, go on YouTube. And check out A7FL live for the championship uh, come July, the weekend of the 23rd. Um, this week started off pretty interesting. The DC, so um, this week, week seven, is the final week before the playoffs. And the DC Buzz have already said, fuck it, we quit. Um, they were supposed to play the uh, BIC this Sunday, but had announced that they will be forfeiting the game and not playing. I mean, the DC Buzz, they, I, let me look at their standings. I'm pretty sure they've won one game. Maybe not. I don't know. But they are a team that, oh, actually, they're 0 and 7. Yeah. So they're not, they're not anywhere near in the, um, the standings, you know, to be making the playoffs and, and pretty much the playoffs are kind of already set. So I guess I can kind of see where, uh, the buzz decided why take an ass whooping from the BIC, um, when we don't need to, uh, so DC buzz forfeit. Cause I, for a second, I looked at the schedule and it said the BIC had one twenty six to nothing, but then I was like, wait, that game hasn't happened yet. And then I remembered the DC Buzz forfeited their game. Um, then this week we got the Nightcrawlers versus the O Town Orange. Uh, Vegas in LA finally having matchup with each other. The Vegas Pit Bosses versus the Los Angeles Aces. Um, actually, before we let's let's do uh, picks here. Tampa Bay Nightcrawlers, O Town Orange, K. I'm assuming being the the Tampa man that you are, it's uh, all night crawlers in this pick. Yeah, gotta uh, clear some up. Firstly, uh, Polk County all day. Uh, that's for all my Florida folks. So yeah, they they understand. Uh, yeah, so I'm not Hillsborough County, not at all. Um, I like the Bucks though. Um, in this situation, just uh. 
based on what we've been going on, I haven't watched the game. So I haven't really been able to see what talents where. But just based off the last time we talked about the Florida teams, um, I'm pretty sure uh, Orlando Orange uh, suck. So we kind of, uh, we're just going to stick with what we got going on. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, when the Bucks acquired Tom in 2020, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, yeah, let's, let's just roll with I don't it. know if this is exactly the same situation. <laughs> I mean, that's what it feel like. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, no, they're, they're, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I do think that it's going to be a bit of a route. The night crawlers are, have been a pretty established team for, uh, for the last couple of years and they've been good. Um, this year, what's the night crawlers record this year? Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, I mean, in the Florida division, they're three and zero. They've only played three games. Damn. Yeah, but I mean, nonetheless, they're undefeated, so it's a good sign for the but or for the uh, the Nightcrawlers. Uh, let's go back here. And then uh, next game out on the list, the Vegas Pit Boss. Like I said, the Vegas Pit Bosses versus the Los Angeles Aces. The Pit Bosses have yet to win a game this year. And the Los Angeles Aces are the, just that, the Aces of the L.A. Division. Um, I haven't seen enough of the Aces. But I've seen enough of the pit bosses <laughs> to think that I I think the aces are are gonna win it. Um yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with the aces here. Kay, what do you think? Oh, say that again. The pit bosses versus the aces. I'm I'm I have no idea what the Aces got going on. And the pit bosses, they seem like they're up and down. Like one week they'd be good, and the next week it's like, oh, is it the other way around? Then they get smacked the first week, and then the next week, like they came out and it was like, um, like to, uh, to to be honest, Kay, um the pit bosses have been getting their asses kicked every single week. Okay, so I, I don't believe the. Then. I yeah, the pit bosses are owing and six. Yeah, they they scored a total of ninety six points. They've scored a total of ninety six points and gotten scored on three hundred and thirty points. They're a negative two thirty four in their net points. <laughs> They've been getting dog walked. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking of somebody else. You might be thinking of uh, you might be thinking of either oh, the over the top the or pit, the kryptonite. The pit bosses was a team that won the could be, but it, if the pit bosses the team that had all those good players end up losing a lot of them. Yep, like they they won, lost they a lot of them to the Asomniacs and the sick with it. Shit of players. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yeah. All right. I'm I'm back. I'm back to uh, where I need to be mentally. All right. So yeah. No. Nah, this place feel bad for them. It's gonna be a rough year, you know. It's gonna be a rough year. Uh, if it ha- 
if it hasn't already. <laughs> so, but I mean, you don't know you don't know what the Ace is gonna bring because I've never heard of this team outside of you telling us like, oh, it's LA division. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're they're three and zero, and they've, I mean, essentially they've played the vibe the entire time. They played um, the vibe three times. I think they've been. Pl- I think they played the vibe twice and played the Hollywood Heroes once. Let me see. Okay. Actually, no, the Hollywood Heroes have not played at all uh, this season. And yes, the Aces have played the Santa Monica vibe three times this year, beating them all three times um, by a point differential of 112. Hold the fucking phones. 150 points scored against the Vibe to 38. Oh, my God. Yep. But that could be a couple of different things, you know? Like, the Vibe could just be really bad. Could be. Or the Aces could be really good. Yeah, we we have to see this Sunday. That's the only thing I can say. Like, I mean, just based off of based off of what we got right now in front of us, I'm gonna just go with the LA team. Um, based off of the information we have, because I mean, that's the only thing I can go off of. I mean, I haven't it, seen the game. I, I agree. I, I I'm I'm kind of in the same. I'm kind of I am in the same boat you are. Like, we haven't seen enough of the aces to really kind of make a call on a pick but it but again we've seen enough of the pit bosses just getting torched and roasted all year long that it just you know it makes you just think oh well okay the the aces might get it so now if the pit bosses end up winning then that tells us everything we need to know about the la division i don't i don't want to necessarily say that because you know a lot of that shit can come down to like some people like I don't know, bro. Like I don't been in a lot of different situations. These what now? This is my ninth year playing semi pro ball, and granted, it's not the same because this is seven. But I mean, it's the same in the, the same aspect of everybody got a job Monday through Friday, or whatever days you work, and. You come out here to play, you know what I mean? That's true. So I'll just say this. I'll a lot of a lot of that shit be coming down to some guys can't get off of work. So they'll have them on the roster and some of them have don't even play like a couple weeks. Yeah. And like say they get matched up against the insomniacs, right? Pit bosses versus the insomniacs, because I'm almost certain they played them and they got maxed. Yeah, so, twice. See what I'm saying? So both of those games, they could have been all hands on deck, but they lost all eight players. You get what I'm saying? Or they they lost they. I I want to say they lost seventy five percent of their team to the sick with it and the insomniacs, and a couple of players went to the force. Maybe one or two of them went to the kryptonite. 
but yeah, they're they uh, again, like you said, because yeah, during the fall brawl, the the pit bosses won the whole thing. But every good player that the pit bosses had, like their top ten players, all left. You know, Lavish was on that team before he's now with the Sickwood. Trey Robinson is was on that team before now he's with the Insomniacs. It just they had a squad just for for some reason. I don't know the answers to it. For some reason, those good players left to another team and the pit bosses just suffered majorly. Because again, every single week they keep getting maxed out. So it's like I don't know if something went on with ownership or with the with the head coach or something like that that made players leave or decisions that like maybe they cut players or something. I have no idea. But whatever happened to the pit bosses and that organization, they need to figure it out quick because they went from people thinking that they were going to contend for the Vegas side to being the punching bag within a couple of months. So they they need to figure that shit out quick. And that's another one of the reasons why I, I even though they're playing a Los Angeles Aces team that's only played the vibe three times, I'd still pick the Aces over the pit bosses because I don't think the pit bosses have enough firepower. And like you said, they've had problems with Guys showing up on game day, whether it's because of work, because of injury, whatever it may be, you know, so they've had numbers problems for the pit bosses too. So it's not, it hasn't all been just bad decisions. It's just been bad luck. Um, But I mean, you would hate to see a, a, a team that came out as one of Las Vegas's premier teams just to just die within a year and a half of being being around. Um I mean hey I again I hope the pit bosses I hope good things happen for that organization you know later on down the road or whatever but this year definitely time to go back to the drawing board for them. Um <clears throat> the East Orange Renegades versus the Patterson U. Um that's gonna be good man. I I I like the Renegades because I like how their defense is run. Um, do I think they're going to win this game? Probably not. Um, but let's see. Because Patterson U is essentially trying to stay alive in their playoff hopes, and so are the Renegades. The Renegade, well. The Renegades need a miracle from God, honestly, because they, one, they need to beat Patterson U, and then they would probably need the Silk City Animals, led by Quattrell Huffin, also known as quite possibly the greatest quarterback in the history of the A7FL. They need to lose to the Boston Omegas by a significant amount, like... The Renegades need to score 50 points, and the Animals, actually, no. The Renegades would literally have to score 75 points, and the Animals to get shut out by the Omegas, for them to even tie when it comes for the point differential. 
And they, I, I mean, again, the Renegades need a whole hell of a lot of help, but Patterson U is fighting for seeding at this point. The BIC, they may be locked at the number one spot at 6-0, and but the Watchmen can probably take that over this week with a win because they're only four points behind on points four, but they lead in point differential on net points with 212 over the BIC's 181. So if the Watchmen win, which I'm thinking they will, they'll take the number one seed. Patterson U wins, they'll probably take the number two seed because they have the tiebreaker against the BIC. So U is fighting for the second seed right now. And I think they're going to get it. I think the Renegades will put up a fight, but again, they need all the help in the world in order to get even close to being in contention. Um, my fault. Uh, but I'm going to pick Patterson you here. What do you got, Kay? Uh, your animals. What? You said the animals, right? The Renegades versus the U. Oh, the U, yeah. yeah. I brought up the animals because of the seating and everything like that. Um, I thought you pick on that game. The Vegas Hunters versus the Las Vegas Sequidit. Um, I'm going with Sequidit. I like their team. I kind of like them a little bit more than the Insomniacs, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the sick with it here. Okay. I'll go same. same. This one's going to be an interesting one here. The Las Vegas Force versus the Kryptonite. Um. Let me look at the Vegas standings real quick because this might get interesting. This may get very, very interesting for them. Uh, yeah, this is literally the bat. Uh, uh, the Force versus the Kryptonite is a battle for the three spot. Um, they're both four and two. Uh, the Force just has a better defense. <clears throat> All things considered, probably a better offense too. The force have points for two fifty two to points against ninety four, so a net point total of one fifty eight to the Kryptonites, um, two thirty one one sixty four, uh, net point sixty seven. Um, so this one's going to be a dog fight. The Kryptonite versus Force is going to be a dog fight, but. And I think the guys on the three-on-one and maybe on the other side of the ball might disagree with this. But I'm going to pick the Kryptonite in an upset here. I'm going to pick the Kryptonite over the Force. I'm probably wrong. And again, everybody's probably going to listen to that and go, you're out of your mind. Because the Force have been one of those teams in Vegas who... You know, we're supposed to be the perennial teams, one of the pillars of, of that division. Um, 
but I think the kryptonite might sneak up on them uh, when they least expect it. So go with the kryptonite, K. Who you got? Same. Same. Interesting. Interesting. There we got the next Vegas LA game with the Vegas Gold versus the Santa Monica Vibe. Both teams winless uh throughout the season. Um but I'm gonna go with the gold purely on the fact that they've played and have more experience against other and quite frankly better teams. Um so with this, I'm gonna go with the gold. Okay, who you got? I go with Santa Monica. Um they've only played one team. So it's so true. Yeah, that's the reason why I picked them. Makes sense, makes sense. It's not because you like their color scheme. I mean, I have no problem with it. I, I don't think it fit, but yeah, like no, nah, just because they play one team only. Looks more like a South Beach kind of vibe, but no pun intended. Anyway, uh, the Snow Tribe versus the Baltimore Watchmen. I really don't think either one of us need to waste a whole lot of time on this one because um, I'm pretty sure we know what's exactly going to happen here. Uh, I'm going with the Watchmen. Okay, who you got? Same. The Las Vegas Insomniacs versus the Vegas Over the Top. Uh, Insomniacs just, they seem like a team that's just, they're not, they don't ever take their foot off the gas pedal. And I think this is going to be another one of those situations. The Over over the Top has a decent team. Um, You know, don't get me wrong, but I, I just, don't think uh, they are any match for the Insomniacs. Uh, Kay, who you got? Insomniacs. Insomniacs as well. And then the last game of the regular season, the Silk City Animals led by uh, Quattro Huffin uh, taking on the Omega Man and the Goose. Uh, Omega Man being the great Corey Hammond, uh, friend of the show, uh, taking on the Animals. The last time they played the Animals, they only scored six points. Since then, they have improved. The last game they played uh, against the U, uh, scoring a whopping 22 points in their loss to the U. Um, But the Omegas are getting better. But it's still Huff and the Animals, who, again, are competing um, to stay in the playoff picture. And hate to it's, hate to say it, sorry, Corey, but Huff and the Animals uh, are taking this one against the Omegas. Um, Kate, who you got? Um, yes, Animals. Animals. Okay. So that's the end of the uh the schedule. So actually week seven and the regular season of the A7FL going on this Monday or this Sunday, 
starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 p. 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So do not miss all the action. History is going to be made. The winner of the Los Angeles uh, Vegas Division playoff game will play the winners in the Ohio Division. Um, and then the winners, obviously, of those two will play. Or, okay, yeah. So the winner of the Las Vegas and Los Angeles Division game will play the winner of the Ohio Division game in the Western Conference Championship to take on the winner of the Eastern Conference, which uh, deals with uh, Florida and the New Jersey squads. Um, so the way we're looking at the playoffs, the standings at the moment, um, Let's see, we got the BIC, the Watchmen, the U, and the Animals, along with the Nightcrawlers. Um, huh. This is interesting. So there's going to be what? Three games? No. There's going to be a whole playoff. Okay. So we're looking at Eastern Conference with six teams. So you're going to have... Wow, Renegades are still going to make it. Somehow, someway in the East. If they win. Well, if they win, but... No, they're... they're... Oh, shit, dude. This is going to be tough. So you got the... The BIC, the Watchmen, the U, the Animals, the Renegades, and the Nightcrawlers. Um, and then for the Western Conference, you have the Chaos, the Aces, the Insomniacs, uh, the Sick With It, the Force, and the Kryptonite. Um, I guess you can throw a toss-up between uh, possibly the Covington Heist getting in there instead of either the Kryptonite or the Force. Um, they don't have a game this week. Um, so depending on how things fall, the Covington Heist might be able to sneak in. Uh, but the way it looks right now, <clears throat> Chaos, Aces, Insomniac, Sick with it, Force, and uh, Kryptonite um, for the Western Conference. This is going to be good. The playoffs are going to be fun. There's a lot of pretty good matchups going in, I would think. And then it would be the, the way it stands, it would be the BIC versus the Nightcrawlers, the Watchmen versus the Renegades, and the U versus the Animals. And then you would have the and we're gonna assume the heists don't make it here. This, I mean, let's actually, you know what? Let's assume our our pick goes through. The Kryptonite wins. The Vegas Force loses. Covington Heist sneaks in, and the Vegas Force leaves. So, uh, you got the chaos, 
would end up taking on um <clears throat> actually yeah no it would have to be that way the chaos would have to take on the heist and then they would await the winners of uh LA Kryptonite and the Insomniacs and Sick would it or the Aces would probably take on the Insomniacs. I feel like the Aces would be considered the sixth seed. Um, so it would be the Aces, Insomniacs, Sick with it, um, Heist, and then the Chaos versus Crypt. I'm completely fucking this up. Anyways. It's going to be a good playoff series. Um, we're excited. Can't wait for the championship weekend to come around. Um, going to be good. A7FL action. Don't miss it. If you haven't seen it yet, get on there. Go to A7FL on YouTube and check them out. We've got the top five plays of every single week of the season so far. Go check out Pernade Rose Productions on YouTube to be able to go check out every single one of the videos that we have put up. Looking to add another down-the-line segment um, to the channel for the championship game as well. So be on the lookout for that, everybody. Before we get on to the next thing, you can get to hear from our friends, meaning me, talking about Rays. What's up, Joppo Army? JP here of the All-Pro Joppos, bringing you a message from our proud partners over at Rays Energy. Raise Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high quality formula to bring the consumer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help us put your workouts and focus in general to the very next level. Perfect for anyone at any time. Raise Energy has become the most popular, the best rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most of the competitors just downright to shame. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories, which include targeted focus, enhanced recovery time, as glycogen becomes depleted, improve clean energy levels, boost in stamina and in hydration. Most importantly, each can of Rays has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. You should not have to drink or settle for any other energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, opt for the smart choice with the number one fan voted energy drink on the planet with Ray's energy drink. Use the promo code Alpha Rays at checkout to get 15% off of your order. Demand more. Join the Ray's Rebellion. Let them know the Jaffo sent you. Do -do 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 -do. It happened, okay? XFL. A team with a losing record. Won the title. The Arlington Renegades at four and six on the regular season took on the nine and one DC defenders and beat them 35 
to 26 to end the XFL season. Um, Kay, did you happen to see the trophy? I didn't watch the <clears throat> the highlights long enough to see the trophy. I saw that they won. I watched. <clears throat> Man, I watched how that wide receiver, I forgot his number, but he that boy was out there cooking for Arlington. He was out there eating. He he got two tutties that game. That man was out there eating. Yep. Um their defense was playing really good. Their defense played the best they played all year. And I guess they picked a great time to, to do it too. Most definitely. I mean, they, they started out playing like how you're saying, but they definitely let off the gas to let them come back to have a one-score game. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first half, the okay. first half, they nearly goose-egged them. Um, they shut Tomu out for the, yeah. for the most part. That running back, bro, he, what he, it was like 75, 60-something-yard run, 50-something-yard run uh, for the defenders. That boy was getting busy. Ab- Abram Smith, yeah, he had the 52 long one. Okay, yeah, and then the other play, the receiving, the receiving touchdown was a seventy-something yarder. Josh for the DC. Yeah, for DC. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Josh Hammond. He had a he had a seventy-two yarder. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> ten targets too. Damn. Yeah, Tom. Tom was. I'm telling you, they did not let him play like how he played all year. They did not let him get like that. So they was like 15, 15 for thirty, or sixteen for thirty. Sorry. 16 for Tom who went 16 for 30 with 245, two touchdowns and three interceptions. If they would have played like the the second half and the first half, I don't know if they would have lost this game. Well, think about it this way, Kay. What is one thing about Tom that you have said that he has been ridiculous and nobody's been able to figure him out yet? That running, they stopped that. That's why I was. I mean, they didn't let him play like how he played the entire year. That's when he, he made his money. Four, four rushes for 25 yards. Yeah, they. I'm talking about they were playing stout. Yeah. Then, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they took one to the house, right? Uh, Arlington, didn't they get a pick six? Or they got a pick, a long pick? Uh, I remember that, that DB, I'm pretty sure he had like two picks. Mm. A couple weeks ago, or la- about a week ago, so I don't really remember exactly. But I'm so there were no no pick sixes, but there was an interception for 28 yards, an interception for 12 yards, and just a pick for no yards. Yeah, so that that's all right. So that the two two of them went to one guy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Brandon uh, Rusnak got one, and he was the 28 yarder. Uh, Cravon LeBlanc. Uh, got the second one with the 12-yard 12, 12 return, and then Joe Powell with the third. Ah, it was three different guys. Okay. Are two of those guys number like, 20-somethings? Because my memory is seeing, like, a 20-something. Having the 28. Ruznick had the 28-yarder, 28-yard no, interception. Crazy number. Oh, crazy number. Uh... Crazy. Like a number that we shouldn't see? No, their jersey number, their number. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. It doesn't have the jersey number right here, that I'm saying. Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying. That's kind of what tied me up because I'm pretty sure when I was looking at the highlights, like two of those guys have 20-something as their number. 
So that's probably, yeah, that's probably why you got him confused. Yeah. Got it. I mean, Lu- Luis Perez, who... Hey, balling. Balling. If, if I'm not mistaken, he started the year with Vegas. He might have got traded, but shout out, to, shout out to the Mexicans. <laughs> Viva! Love it. Uh, Luis Perez went off 26 for 36, 288 yards on an average of eight yards per uh, per pass. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, nice no blemishes um, on his passing day. Even added uh, 10 yards on the ground um, mm. for his troubles. Uh, Davion Smith uh, carried the load for him. 15 carries for 50, uh, 54 yards. Letty Brown behind him. Uh, nine carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the only sole rushing touchdown of the game. And then you get to the receiving Tyler Vaughn's. And I'm talking about the Arlington Renegades here. Tyler Vaughn's eight receptions, 83 yards and a tutty. Uh, Sal Canella. Uh, four four receptions, seventy one yards in a tutty. Uh, he had a long uh, uh, forty one, um, and I think that's where the touchdown came from. And then Letty Brown, two receptions, forty three yards and a touchdown. Uh, one long being thirty as well. The list goes more, but it it was definitely one of those things that obviously DC was very much known for the running game. And for them to have 115 total yards on the ground um, was out of the ordinary, very out of the ordinary. That is not what the D.C. defenders have been all about um, all year. These guys, this is the team. If I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong, but if I'm wrong, I'm fucking close. These guys were averaging 200 yards at least on the ground per game. Um. So for the Renegades to step up and the defense just, you know, played stout defense, good, clean, rough defense, and it held DC. They they couldn't get anything going. They had 245 yards as a team receiving, um, you know, and 115 on the ground. And then you look at the Renegades. All their shit was through the air, but then you get down to where the defense you know, side of the ball comes down to it, and that's exactly where where it uh where the story was, the defense. And it just it's almost like the team switched jerseys or some shit. Like the Arlington Renegades were playing like how the DC defenders were playing all year long. And the defenders were playing like the renegades um during the regular season and just, so it's just the game itself was wild luis perez definitely you know took the reins became the leader you know led the team to the victory and i'm not going to lie to you bro i saw the trophy and i'm not a fan they need to do a little bit of work on that it's it, it, it. so it's like it's got that it's got the base, right? Like the black circular base. And then it's got the orange, or not orange, like a yellow X. But it's like 3D. So like in the middle of it, there's a silver football. Here, let me let me see if I can Please. actually. Because I am 
very interested now. You said a yellow X. Yep. Hold on, I'm gonna just hit this real quick. Yep, I'm gonna send it to you right now. I got it right here. That's all good. I'm already on the uh, Google's. Yep. It's not very. It's not very nice. I. I it. Uh, it's okay, but it's not. You would think with the logo being what it is, like the white oh, logo. Yeah, that's that's sucks. Yeah, wasn't a fan. <laughs> wasn't a fan. I think they should have kept the X, you know, like silvered, silvered out or something like that. I, I, I don't know. I, I know, I know what they were going for, but it's just, I don't like the yellow. I don't. Yeah, the yellow sucks ass. If you're gonna go a, a yellow tint or some sort of yellow, then then make it gold, but not like actual fucking yellow, like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I, I, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, really? All that money and stuff like that that they put into it? That's the trophy they came up with. Yeah, that sucks. The Rock didn't look at that trophy and go, what the hell is this? He probably liked it, but it was like the picture. He probably saw the picture. You know what I mean? The picture I'm seeing. Ass. (laughs) No, I mean, the picture I'm seeing, like I'm seeing pictures that have like different tints. So it looks gold in the picture. Oh, okay. In the so he probably he probably saw the picture and said, "Oh, it's gold." And then when he got it, it was like a mustard. Yeah, and he's like, "Ah, ah, all right." Well, <laughs> what the fuck? We're, we're here now, and he <laughs> said, "What jabroni did this shit?" <laughs> took two months to get this motherfucker, so let's just <laughs> let's just uh, do this the first year. We'll fucking we'll we'll iron it out next year. It just uh, yeah, man, I. I, I was looking at it going like, man, they could have done so much. I like I like the concept. I like yeah, the concept. Conceptually, it's fine. Like, I, you you tell me, is it is it the color that's throwing it off, or is it the whole design that's throwing me off? Yeah, no, the color sucks ass. The yellow, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. The yellow is terrible. Just, just, uh, it could be so much better. It really could. But yes, like, it's the first year is bad. Like, it, that would have been nice. Fucking the first go around with Vince, the Vince XFL trophy. I'm looking at that one too. That one, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That one's fire. The big X, when it says XFL championship on that bitch, it said the million dollar game. Yep. The trophy looks fucking huge, but it's dope, though, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I understand you weren't trying to go there. You was morally trying to go, like, a bounce between um, NCAA. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in between type. You know what I mean? Because the, uh, the USFL trophy, you know what I mean? It looks – that's some bitch look like an MVP trophy, to be real with it. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would have preferred the original XFL trophy over what we got. That's what I'm saying. Like that shit is tight. It's huge as fuck. That's it's shit. Trophy, and it's actually like an X. Yeah, it's a big ass X. 
granted, I don't know how you hold that up like that. Like how you, you know, in the championship moment, like how the whole team would hold it up. Because it has no circular base. Like if you were to put that on a circular base, then yeah, let's rock with that. I mean, shit. They should, oh, they should have taken a few notes out of the original because, bro, I'm telling you, the original one looks, I mean, yeah, it doesn't have, like, the circular base or whatever, but, fuck, that thing is still pretty nice. Yeah, but Sentai did his thing. I, 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 I like that one, to be honest. And, and to be honest, the, 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 the XFL trophy now, it's not even a difference, really, from their the the north division championship and the south division championship no nah, it just got the x on top exactly that's the only i mean, I mean you got the ball on top of the x that's what i meant they they have the the three basically three circular things on top of each other the x and then the ball and then the division championships was just one circular base with the ball i was yeah. say just like the other ones it just has that ugly ass yellow X on it. Yeah. Like at least make the base of the trophy the same fucking color as the X. Ah, no, that would make it worse. I, I mean, if we were going down a rabbit hole of what will make that trophy worse, that would be it right there, sir. That's where we start. The entire trophy being yellow. No, 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 oh, no, no. God trophy no okay let me clarify let me clarify so you're looking at so if we're looking at the trophy right you see mm. how as the the black the silver the and the top black has the xfl mm -hmm. if the middle stripe was gold or the xfl was gold with the black bases and stuff with the x that would have made it at least look a little bit better yeah i don't know it's it's still pure ass bro it is still pure ass. I'm, it, it, it is polish a turd. It's still a turd. I definitely get that, but <laughs> it is. It is. Oof. This is some. This is some backyard Billy bullshit. Definitely back to the drawing board for this one, boys. Because yikes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because because like you said, like if you look at the pictures, like the images that they have. The X looks gold. The tint and everything, it looks gold. But then yeah. picture of the actual trophy and it's fucking yellow. It's like Ronald McDonald yellow. The real shit. <laughs> that, that is the exact hue of yellow that is. McDonald's yellow. It's like McDonald's came in at the last second like, hey, 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 I got a couple million for you. If you like that X up a little bit. That shit. I mean, oh god. Yeah, like I said, I, I would much rather have taken the original championship. Or like because you could have taken like the original XFL championship, right? The big X. Mm. And you probably could have left it at that and it would have been fine. This makes me curious of what the MVP trophy looks like now. What if it's a belt? Is it a belt? It'd be hilarious. If it was a belt. <laughs> it's a fucking belt. It's hilarious. <laughs> that would be fucking funny if it was a belt. <laughs> uh, XFL. Does it have it? <laughs> it doesn't have it. 
No. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. Championship game MVP? Like, right now, they have MVP Luis Perez, but they don't show a trophy. He's just shaking the rock hand at the championship game. This motherfucker, the rock fucking bicep is on a fucking zillion. Hey, fam. Real, dude. God damn. Before you go out. Hey, he's still a fucking goddamn. Like, even though he's up in age. My man is still thinking like a goddamn 16-year-old. Right, Bro, get... I'm looking at this picture. Luis Perez is straight up staring at the Rock's fucking bicep. Bro, we all thinking the same shit right he's now. Right. Holy God. God damn. You know he was hitting the resistance bands before he went out there. Bro, that's what I'm saying. You do not have to hit a set. That's what I mean about that 16-year-old shit. I'm finna be on camera. I'm finna be on camera. Let me get some shit in. Finally, <laughs> it's like God damn! How about, he's got like fifty veins coming out of his forearm? Like it's it's ridiculous. Are we sure he's not on steroids? He's not on steroids, bro. Damn, because like, what is the one picture he has the hat on, and then out of nowhere he has the hat off? Like, what did he do with the hat? Took it off. No, no, obviously uh, he fucking took it off, but I mean, smart ass, I'm not talking about like and I'm like, you asked the most <laughs> insane question right now, so I gave you an insane answer, family. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. Like, you did not phrase that correctly at all. Like. Obviously, you fucking took it off. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't phrase that right. <laughs> oh, okay. When they lifted up the trophy, I he Probably for picture purpose purposes, he Pick took the hat off because you could see that he's got the hat in his left hand while they're all pointing at the XFL trophy and shit. Yeah, he's pointing at that shit like it's WrestleMania. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's dope. They got through their first year. That's dope as shit. Yeah, man. And I, I really do hope that a dollar store, uh, Caleb. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. The picture they got here, who? <laughs> Luis Perez look like a dollar store Caleb. Stop it. <laughs> uh, you said dollar store Caleb. <laughs> what picture did you find? Oh, um, is it the one where he's smiling? What are we he's looking smiling, at? Smiling, looking up at the confetti and shit. Oh, okay. Stop it. <laughs> like a, a like not quite right. It's like you put you put Caleb in the oven and it, the cake wasn't quite right. You pulled it out too early. Still fucking wet in the middle. Shit. <laughs> 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 With Bob Stoops just looking at him. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Oh, no. Oh, why can I not unsee it? Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's getting red as his shirt, guys. Is oh, he my God. not watching the this? <laughs> it's like the only difference is <laughs> Luis Perez's gums. Are about the same size as what Caleb's teeth are. Holy fuck. Those gums are fucking 
Oh my, there's a whole person in there. Oh, shit. Oh, I got to clip this and send it to him and then send it the pictures. Oh. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, when did you get to Arlington? Oh, you know, has a Facebook, I can almost, the moment he sees this and processes it, I'm going to probably get a message on Messenger like, hey, fuck you, guy. <laughs> hey, y'all are assholes. You're right. You're damn right. <laughs> you goddamn right, bro. <laughs> oh, that's good. Holy shit. He says a dollar store, Caleb. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's beautiful that he plays quarterback, too. It's like, it just makes it, it makes it fit so perfectly. You're oh, crying. man. You're fucking Hold on. Wait. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> For a second, I thought they were wearing the same number. I'm like, no way. Is it the same jersey number? Oh, my God. Oh, all right. They're, they're different. Caleb, Caleb wore 15. He's wearing 12. Ah, got it. Oh. Oh, hey, look. Hey, hey. That still kind of fits. It still fits the mold. If the cake not quite right, that number's not going to be in the right position. So it's not, it's not in this right order. You know what I mean? <laughs> If you flip the two, it becomes a five. Very quickly. Kay's like, I'm doing anything I can to make sure I keep this image. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing this so the next time you see him in person, you're going to cry laughing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, what's up, Luis? Ah, shit. I mean, Caleb. Oh, yeah, no. that's. I feel like you're going to do that for a while. They're going to do that for a while. What's up, Mr. Perez? Fuck. Damn it. Why do you keep calling me that? And then you're going to send them the video. Yeah. Yeah. I see how that's sledding out. And he's going to be hes gonna be like, he looks nothing like me. And I'm, I'm going to tell him, emphasize on dollar store. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not quite right. That's why, that's why I kind of. Specified it for people that's never shopped there. You know, if you live privileged lives, I was not a part of that class. <laughs> this is the dollar store version of you, the one where you were just about to expire, so they sent you somewhere else. They sent you somewhere else real quick. They repackaged, relabeled your shit, and put a new fucking stamp. But you uh, almost out of said you're here for a dollar. I mean, oh. like old school dollar store though, like not new school. New school dollar store got name brand products just at a smaller, fucking you know what I mean ounce content. Old school dollar store was off brand products. They still have off brand products, but it's like oh, got more no name brand shit, like more Kellogg's and shit like that in there. Back in the day, though, great great value was considered expensive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. I was at the dollar store, my guy. You can, any one of them. Florida have fucking 17 variations of the dollar store. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I find it hilarious. You can tell how country a place is by how many dollar stores they have. Hey, hey look. <laughs> Yeah, every every fucking dollar. You're right by the dollar. 99, 98, 97, shit. 
95. <laughs> yeah, a dollar and some change. <laughs> Almost a dollar store. <laughs> oh. Just about a dollar. <laughs> God. That'd actually be a good store. Just about a dollar. Hey, I need my percentage, guys, if you make that store. My finder's fee, goddammit. <laughs> oh no, that's create. That's definitely a part of creation, yeah. creation, marketing, all that shit. Like, look, hey, look, we can get into in depth, but um, we can do it soberly. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Shout out to Mister Fat. Well, I just have the picture up right now. I'm just looking at it, going, "That's that's still hilarious to me." Oh fuck. Oh yeah, that that. And uh, coming in for our F1 uh, correspondent, uh, we got Luis Perez, the MVP of the XFL. <laughs> I can see that shit coming in right now. <laughs> I can hear you going in right now, introing them. Our F1 correspondent and newly crowned XFL MVP. Yeah. XFL championship MVP, Luis Perez. He's like, hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> if you do it there, live on air, that'll be it. Get his natural reaction. I'm gonna get it. That actually be great. I'm gonna get it. Get his natural reaction. So this how you, this would be a great way to do it. Intro him just like that. Get the what and just cut straight to the fucking feed. Cut straight to the fucking feed. So now Caleb is watching this shit like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, then, and, and then as soon as it ends, we say all of that shit, and then it's going to be a, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> That's going to be epic. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. That's good stuff. But I mean, hey, uh, real shit though. Congratulations to the to the Renegades, the first XFL. Cha- well, hey, that's the first championship in Arlington since the nineties. So congratulations. Hey, they did it. Hey, they did it, bro. They did it. <laughs> Luis Perez gonna walk around. Hey, Luis Perez bigger than Dak Prescott in fucking Arlington right now, bro. Only <laughs> real shit. Like, he brought a championship. Dak Prescott, what the fuck you did? Oh, man. They're gonna start calling for Luis Perez to be the fucking starter for the Dallas Cowboys. Watch. Hey, speaking of fucking XFL players moving up, Big Nooch. Big Nooch. <laughs> Big Nooch, I knew that shit was coming. I told you Big Nooch was out there bowling, bro. Big Nooch was out who, who there with the, uh, the Broncos? Yeah. Watch, like Danu- Watch Danucci take nah. Russell Wilson's job. Nah. Only way that only way Danucci get in and get significant minutes like that, Russell get hurt. I can almost I can almost I can almost guarantee that Sean Payton and Russell finishing his whole year together. What if Sean Payton likes Danucci better? He'll probably like his his 
his gravitas, but I don't think it'll be like his ability because everybody riding Russell off, like. Yeah, but Sean Payton's always had a pretty good record with short quarterbacks, so this might work. That's what I'm saying. And Russell can do exactly what Drew Brees did almost, but he can run. <laughs> like, Drew Brees couldn't fucking run. <laughs> that adds in a different element. Think about what Sean Payton did with fucking Alvin Kamara, bro. Like, oh, what he's going to do for Javante Williams? Oh, my God. Bro, I was so afraid. I was so afraid of Alvin Kamara, bro. Every goddamn two games. I was afraid. Yeah. But that uh, the, him, I was talking about Williams, but also I'm just thinking about how much he did with Alvin Kamara and how much he can do with Russell. You get what I'm saying? Just schematically with running in different sets and shit like that, yeah. different short plays and things like that. You think they'll have you think they'll have Russell running? He gonna run, it's gonna be like a few plays a game. It ain't gonna be like no, he trying to go out there and cam some shit. It'll be like, all right, Russell, you need to get like uh, some plays we need you just to run just to shift the defense. You know what I mean? If it breaks down, take off type shit. Yeah, like, I think that's the only way Russell Wilson runs is if he if it breaks down and he takes off. Yeah, I don't I don't think more I don't think they will ever have a designed run for him. I'm not saying that. I'm more than saying the fact of Russell, they got to get him in the mindset like, bro, you're fast enough to be able to run and get these yards. We kind of need just just get down and slide. Fucker, you was going to the Yankees. You know what yeah. I mean? You know how to fucking slide. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he needs you to fucking slide, my guy. You know what I mean? We need you to run and slide. Just get some yardage. Make the defense shift. If they start worrying about you, now we got our fucking deadly receivers that's going to eat. I don't know. That's just something. I'm just saying he need to add more of that running aspect that he had before into his game because he. Well, it, it's it's. I don't think it's a matter of what. Well, actually, I do. I think it's a matter of whether he can or can't. He. Do you remember? He's in his 30s now. He's a lot old. He's older than what he was before, and even now he doesn't run nearly as much as he used to. I know that, but a lot of them quarterbacks be doing that shit, be like, they trying to prove they're a pocket passer. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to prove I'm pocket passer. I'm not trying to rely on my running. Which Russell is able to throw, because he's he's also a baseball player, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like, certain situations, you should just be taking off and getting this little yardage. But instead, you try to sit back there and you don't took a fucking sack. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah. And you don't need to take unnecessary hits because you be under six feet. You know what I'm saying? You 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 a small guy. Can you got muscles and shit, but you still a small guy compared to this six four motherfucker, two hundred and fifty eight pounds, flying at four five. You get what I'm saying? Like you got big motherfuckers like that. Keep keep talking. I gotta switch this real quick. But, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like I feel like that'll work. But yeah, shout out to Big Nooch, man. Shout out to, uh, like you said, Arlington. Y'all did y'all thing because ain't no other rings coming in Arlington no time soon. Um, man, shout out to my Bucks, man. We got, you know, Big Bait, you know what I'm talking about? Because I knew he was coming back right on time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love all the hate. Wait, That's what right. happened? Nothing. What? Nothing. I'm just fucking with you, dude. 
Oh, you're like, I love all the hate. I'm like, wait, what am I hating on? Hold on. <laughs> what, what did I, what, what, I'm not doubting that I am hating on something. I'm just trying to figure out what it is first. No, no, you definitely hate it, but it's not, this is not this instance. Oh, okay. Wait, what about this instance? Would I be hating? Nothing, dude. I just, oh, oh, you. oh, hold on, hold on. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know. If I'm not mistaken. It is. Thank you, rest in shit. Shout out to all my AI community. Shout out to my entire AI community. You know what I mean? All, uh, all y'all, shout out to the 16 bits, the 32 bits, you know what I'm saying? The 4Ks, the 1080Ps, you know what I'm saying? What? You sound robotic, dude. I was just about to ask you, does it sound fucked up? <laughs> yes. God damn it, because I can hear it too. Hold on. So... So yeah, like I was saying, we're gonna shout out to them. And I love how y'all trying to doubt my team because we got big bait. We said we gonna be last in the division. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love it so much. Y'all forgot. We're gonna remind y'all though, Big Bake ain't never had nobody like this. So we're gonna we're gonna show y'all what it is. We're gonna show the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Better? Yeah, you're good now. You're A1. Okay. <laughs> but to your point, yes, you were right. I was I said I like literally right right before you got on, I was like, yeah, and shout out to Big Bake. And you came right out and said, Yeah, here he goes. I said, Hey, you caught the haters part right after you said that. Right after I said that. I'm I'm, I'm laughing. I was like, I got it right. <laughs> Definitely got it right. But yeah, I, I just just uh because we moved to the NFL, that's why I went to that, but they have us finishing last in the division because we got Baker. Yep. And I fucking love it. That's where I got you guys. I got y'all last place in the league. I love it. You should, because you know what that means. <laughs> in your in, in your negativity, you're going to say we're going to have a high draft pick next season. But for my... From my vision and my perspective, that only ignites a person like Baker. He started playing well. And he's, like I said, since he's been a professional, he's never had receivers of this caliber. Just being honest. He's never had receivers. receivers. He doesn't need to know how to throw it to him. No, he has never had receivers of this caliber, bro. Because a hurt Odell is not a healthy Mike Evans. I, I don't care what you're talking about. I don't care what nobody's talking about. and. Jarvis is not on Chris Godwin's level. I'm sorry. Jarvis is a great receiver. He's a great receiver, but he's not on Chris Godwin's level. Even healthy. Health, both healthy. He's not on Chris Godwin's level for sure. Chris Godwin pre-ACL, bro, do you not understand? Like, like pre-ACL, Chris Godwin had number one, like, you got him in the top ten receiving list. You know what I mean? Like he was on that caliber status. I'm right. sorry. Do I sound still robotic? Yeah, you got back robotic. 
You jump right back. Yeah. Into it. Say it again. Why is it? We're on now. Nah, you still you still sound like uh R D B two. R two D two. <laughs> oh man, robotic status. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I was saying, I just love it because I love it so much to when Sean Payton didn't believe in the Saints so much to when he left and went to the fucking Broncos. So how in the absolute fuck they gonna be better than us? That don't even make sense to me. Sean Payton abandoned the whole fucking situation. He said, I'm cool. It ain't like y'all gonna get nothing that's gonna make me wanna stay. Wow. Get, take me to the AFC family. Y'all can get this little bit of bullshit. Ain't nothing like y'all. I'm trying to help y'all out. You can get a couple first round picks or some shit, some compensation, but I don't believe in this shit no more. We, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Let Dennis run this shit. I'm gone. I don't believe in it no more. How do I sign now? Yeah, you're good. Um, now I will say this: on paper, the Falcons look very fucking goddamn intimidating. They just got Calais Campbell, Bijan Robinson. You was talking about him, so I, I'm gonna take your word for it because you were raving about him all college year, all college and, season. And 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 bro, it's not even because he was from Texas, honestly. <laughs> well, I mean that. That gave you inside track because you was watching all those games. So yeah, I, that's the only reason why I could take your word for it because I mean you're definitely watching. Like that's like you, I'm watching every Miami game and it's like, oh yeah, we got this fucking receiver, bro. He is going to be the truth. He gets drafted to the Niners and you like, oh yeah, I heard K talking about this guy. I got to believe him. Like that's the exact same situation I'm in right now. You know what I mean? So I can't do nothing but just trust B. John Robinson. And then it's like the way they're saying they like Bijan Robinson is another Cordell Patterson. I'm like, ah, fuck. We don't need no, that. He's, he's better. You think he's better? That's wild. It's like shit. That makes me even more scared. It's like, what the fuck? We don't need that shit. I mean, honestly, I'm not worried about the tiny titan until we see him play. If we're gonna talk about how small Baker is. We definitely going to, you know what I'm saying? We going to see what the fuck my boy in Carolina going to do. Because that, like I said, everybody was reacting on that picture. Hey, look, I feel the same way. Little boy small. I feel like he get hit by Vita one time. My boy going to be out there. Oh, kid see ghosts. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no Kanye. You know what I'm talking about? He out there. <laughs> he in the third dimension, goddamn. <laughs> Oh man, hey! So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's as far as my division. I don't know. I don't just automatically just write us off. Like I said, if just if they put they put any other quarterback in our in our star lineup, they wouldn't have us last. So it's just like the Baker hate is prevalent, and I love it because that's the kind of shit he thrives on, the shit he lives on. You know what I'm saying? And I I have no I have no problem letting my man go on that. And they like, oh, oh yeah, that's how that's how y'all feel. That's how Baker coming. He, he out here on that. But it's not like Baker automatically got to start though. We still got Kyle Trash Jit out there really out there be throwing shit. So like I said, it's like we got big bait. It's not like there's no heavy need for him to start based definitely based off his contract that we got him signed with. So Kyle Trash might get the start, but we'll see. They they out there doing the con right now. See what the competition look like. 
see what them boys get down, see what they, how they getting moving. We'll see who fucking start. You know what I'm saying? Shit, Kyle Trask got a better chance of starting now, though, if they do start. And he, you know what I'm saying? He ain't like Baker got a long leash because Todd Bowles ain't got no long leash. So <laughs> I don't think Todd Bowles is going to let no experiment go too fucking long. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember what happened last year? We was under 500 with Brady. Granted, our offensive line won't work for them, but they definitely ain't giving a fuck about none of that. <laughs> All they see is under 500 with Tom Brady. We lost to the Cowboys. Tom ain't never lost to the Cowboys, and we don't, we, Fucked off everything. He went under 500 for the first time with us, and he lost to the Cowboys for the first time with us, and he lost it the first round. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of shit you got to really sift through at that point, you know? How does that sound right now? You're good now. I hope it stays hey, that when way. I tell you, when I tell you I can perform a filibuster, please believe. <laughs> I was trying to use my computer at one point, but then I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't even know why I tried. I turned my phone and everything off and back on. Yeah, no, nah, we're going to just have see to see if that helps. So right it seems to work so far. So we'll see. Yeah, we're going to have to stick with my boy right here until you get your new computer situation, tablet right. or something. I'm going to be getting a, a, a full on, like, new, like, the desktop and, um, hard drive all that shit sounds good perfect i'm getting all that really really fucking soon because i can't operate like this man well personally i would say i would say get a laptop makes you more mobile more accessible versus a desktop unless that's what y'all need in the house for your wife to use it too then well, i mean we, cool. we both we both definitely need it but for streaming purposes and everything else like that i i need it yeah i would say a laptop because it makes it more accessible like when we go to these events you can stream and shit like that as well you know what i'm saying what laptop is good enough though i mean i'm a i'm team apple right now I mean, so am I, but is it like reliable? I hate, I hate out of fact how Apple fucking makes it like forces you to fucking upgrade your products. I hate that shit. Like I hate it with the deepest passion. A lot of people hate it too, but Apple has like very fuck. It's very simple. It's like like basic level. Like that's why kids able to adapt to it so quickly because it's very simple. Everything is very simple on Apple. But it's like the older it is, the worse it gets. Yeah. Like my computer, I got mine in 2017, I think it was. Mine is our, like starting to do like weird shit. Like my, I have an external camera on now. That might be, <laughs> that might be the reason why my phone and everything's all fucked up. Mine's a 12. Oh, yeah. That's definitely why your phone's doing the, the weebie jeebies. Son of a bitch. Well, I got enough money to go upgrade my phone, so I might as well. I mean, if that's what you want to do, but I, I would say, I would say your first journey needs to be this computer. Even if you get some now, how much of the Apple laptop, bro? They all right. So here's it. Here, now that's that's where we're talking crazy work. So I would. This is what I would suggest to you. 
I would try to find like the same version as mine and try to upgrade that. Like upgrade the uh, internals from that because if you don't do it that way, you're looking at a couple thousand dollars. But if you go the Windows route, like at a, a couple hundred, you know I mean, a few hundred to a thousand. So that's what I mean. It's, you got different options, different routes. You know, you got to test your options, test your waters. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much your situation. You got Windows, maybe up to a thousand. You got Apple. I would say up to three thousand, depending on what you you do. So the thing is this: mm. my laptop, when mm. it you know connected to wi like good Wi-Fi and everything else like that, mm. when it comes to editing or doing shit on the internet, looking stuff up or whatever, it works. It's fine. It's only when I go live. Yeah. When I live stream on it, it I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, because the processing isn't for that. They have laptops for that. So that's what I'm saying. You have don't you have like a Windows right now? Bro, or I have I'm, an HP. Oh, there it is. You got basically that's a Windows processor. So um uh, yeah, but the, here's the thing. I told like, I told the guy at Best Buy when I bought this. Uh, I said I need a laptop that's gonna help me stream. That's gonna help like doing the podcast and everything else like that. He literally took me to the HP Stream. That's the name of the fucking laptop. The Stream. I'll show it to you. No, I don't. I believe you, dude. I swear to you, I believe you. <laughs> You are getting fucking hot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> My man is getting mad. <laughs> and I start streaming on it, and it fucking glitches out every goddamn time. Yeah, man, I'm telling you that. I'm surprised we got as far as we did when we were in the Zoom days. Yeah, man, I'll, HP ain't the, ain't the, ain't the, ain't the one. I would have went Dell if you go there. Dell or straight some other, you know what I mean? I mean, I was hoping the dude from Best Buy would be knowledgeable. You got to remember, you can apply to Best Buy right now and get the same position as him and don't know a goddamn thing about computers, Josh. Those are things you got to remember when you when you shop at those kind of places. You know what I mean? What's oh, hilarious? Right after I said it, what you just said played in my head. <laughs> what you just said was literally like, well, any doofus off the street can do this goddamn job, to be honest. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because you said Best Buy. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't buy nothing from Best Buy or Walmart. That's like going to Walmart, fam. I promise you. So then where am I Where am I supposed to be going? Like straight to the source? 
Yeah, that's why I said you gotta. That's why it's hella expensive. That's why I'm saying if you if you do it, you got multiple ways of going around it. You know what I mean? Jeez. That's what I mean. If you go, if you get the Windows shit, you gotta go, you know, to a Windows store and they'll help you out. They'll give you all the fucking insight. You'll get your nice little little surface joint. You know what I mean? You can do that, or you can get some other shit. I don't know. Fuck, I I, I don't work for there. That, <laughs> that's why. That's why I was really thinking, especially when it comes to doing the podcast and gaming and everything else like that. Getting a desktop with the you know hard drive and all that stuff would be the best way, the cleanest way to do it. I guess. I mean, like I said, that limits your ability because all of those streamers. Have but, but but here's the thing. That's that's why I'm saying like, when it comes to doing the podcast and everything, cool. But when we do things like out, like go to the games and stuff like that, one, my laptop works just fine when I'm in the press box. I got that Wi-Fi. If I'm not streaming anything, that's what I mean. But we have different situations where we're gonna we're not gonna be in that type of environment. Because as this progresses, like say we go to Jabari shit, we're not gonna be doing that like that. You know what I mean? Or say come January, we're at the the kids thing. You know what I mean? Like we can we have different facets of what we're doing, or even our own things that we're trying to do. You know what I mean? We have to. Plan. I need to have. <laughs> I need to have at least a laptop to be able to do. <laughs> I have it and not need it, the need it and not have it type of situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get the laptop first. I would say get the desktop second to do what you're talking about because I'm not saying you're not wrong. You know what I mean? My situation is a desktop situation. So that's why my laptop is what I move with right now. But when I had my apartment, I definitely was getting the desktop next. That was the next thing I was getting. You know what I mean? Because you saw how my apartment was laid. Like I clearly had a space for a desk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right where I had my projector. Well, I'm I'm trying to. So the black couch that I have, I'm gonna get rid of that and get like a chair, like a gamer chair. Okay. And then the entertainment center, essentially that I a small one, but it is one nonetheless that's sitting right there. Mm. I'm getting rid of that and getting an actual, like, the computer desk and everything else like that, an actual mm. thing. Are you so it's going to save, it, it's going to give me a whole lot much more room to operate and I can do more things, but at least for that. And plus, to be honest with how things are going, mm. I don't expect it to be that long before I'm in a different, probably better, bigger space. So that's why I said laptop first, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably right in that. Because you're able to be, you're still accessible even when you you're changing venues. Hot spot on my phone and everything. Just say hypothetically, right? The Western Conference Championship, because honestly, dude, I'm going to that fucker. I want to see Ohio versus Vegas. I want to see that shit badly. Like, just say hypothetically, right? So we just make for this situation. Hypothetically, we're driving. Say I'm driving. 
you can stream on the laptop. You know what I mean? Like you can stream on the laptop while we're in motion <laughs> off a hotspot of either our phones, just driving and we're streaming and just doing the whole fucking thing, like making a little segment or some shit. You know what I mean? Obviously we can record shit, but then it could be like streaming moments. You get what I'm saying? Like obviously we could do it on our phone too, but just saying, just giving you that idea, like certain things you can do still in motion with the laptop. So when we're when we're talking about streaming, we're talking about like possible episodes and shit. Yeah. Like doing doing possible interviews and all that on the spot. Yeah. The other stuff would yeah, we could do that on our phones either from like the social media aspect and and all that yeah we can do that um but yeah it's just i've been having so much trouble finding you know either a laptop worth of shit or getting into the desktop because i know for the the desktop and everything i'm probably gonna have to drop about 1700 maybe even more than that that's and man 1700 and, might be the low end and and what type are you thinking to get into that is that was that more of the question because if you're doing that i promise you you might need to get an imac an imax imac i'm oh because what i was thinking for for that mm. or oh, power tower yeah yep are is the the two four six terabyte ten terabyte like an, like an actual PC like yeah yeah the iMac is the PC version it's the desktop version the MacBook is the laptop mm. so I have a MacBook Pro so um, the iMac and the uh, Power Tower are the stationary versions the Power Tower uh, terabyte shits. Got it. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. I was like, I know, I know I need like terabytes worth of energy. Or not energy, fucking memory. Oh, multiple. Space. Fam, all of those hard drives I have are terabytes. Like they're one, two, like, like they're heavy terabytes, bro. Like I don't have the four. It's like either one or two terabytes. Those hard drives. I got like six of them. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so it's like, I, I know one of those, it's going to. Because I'm going to be doing, like, the gaming, streaming, and stuff like that on there, too. Yeah. But the difference is I already have my PS5. All right. So I wanted to ask you this. What is your schedule like with your job now? Being completely honest, mm -hmm. Mondays. Tuesday, Mondays and Tuesdays, I have like early morning meetings from like nine to eleven. Mm. After that, it's whatever the fuck I want to do. Okay. If I want to come home and and most of the time, I can actually do those meetings from home. So, I mean. Now, most of the days, yes, I will be out doing what I need to do because 
not gonna make money by just sitting on my ass doing nothing. <laughs> you know, so um so yeah, I, I essentially I can do if I have stuff like for this that I need to do, because I've already told them like, you know, I got plans coming up. Right. I was like, I got, you know, the championship I gotta cover, you know, I'm planning on going down to to uh texas with caleb in one way or another either for his birthday um for the formula one race or for both right um and you know and then i told him that me and my wife are going to uh to hawaii in september so but it's like so the reason the reason it's not like they can tell me i can't just based on how your job is structured. Yeah. Okay. So um, the reason why I asked that question is because, I mean, as you know, my job is over with in two weeks, um, contractually. <laughs> um, since you was talking about streaming, right? I mean, video gaming and shit like that right now, you know, I have that fucking creed. I just have to buy the paddles for the VR. We can start our gaming with the Creed VR for PlayStation. The Assassin's Creed Virtual Reality? Oh, no, boxing. Creed. Oh, Creed. Oh, oh, Creed. When you say Creed, I think Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. In video oh, games, that, that's where my brain goes. No, dude, I feel you. That's Creed, the boxing. Okay. okay. Yeah, I have the boxing Creed for VR, and I've had it for years, and I just never played it because I never went and bought the fucking VR paddles. Ooh. Yep. So now that we're trying to get into our shit, that can be our first one. And that's why I asked about your schedule since my shit's over with. I can just come up there on one of those days. And just fucking whoop people's ass virtually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, The fucking if that if the turns on, obviously we gotta do our our part first, show show our beginning stages of learning. Like, all right. This is JP learning. It's like, all right, that's how you punch. All right. This is this is your straight. This is your hook. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Got it. Got it. All right. How do you bother? You would assume the natural movements would be fine, right? Yeah, I, you would think so, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never played VR. Feel like I, I, I have it. done some, some VR stuff. Not boxing, okay. but I have done some. So me and Marissa... I forgot what place this was, but they had one of those places you see on like TikTok or, or social media or whatever, mm. uh, the virtual reality with like your team and you guys are like shooting shit, whether it's zombies or whatever. Right. We did that. And I mean, to be completely honest, I could move freely, do whatever it was, and it was doing what I was doing. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I liked it. But I don't know if PlayStation VR is a step down from a fucking... Whole system, yeah. Multi-system virtual reality. (laughs) Is that up there in sec? Um, What was that? I don't think it was here in sec. I think it was somewhere else. I just can't. 
Oh, we'll get back to it. <laughs> we'll we might, it might have been. In... I might just call. Hey, babe. See if you hear me. Um, the vert. Do you remember the virtual reality game that we played way back in the day? Beb. Did I just wake you up? Sorry. Do you remember that virtual reality game that we did? A little back what that place that we went to, they actually gave us like the full on suit and we had the guns and stuff. Okay. Was that with Nikkei and them? Uh, I don't remember the game at all, but I Do you remember? Do you remember the place? Morley where? Or it was here in California, obviously, if Nika and them was there. Milpitas. Milpitas Mountain View area? No, not like Milpitas. So it had to have been... With like Walmart, Ross, across the overpass. Oh, McCarthy Ranch. McCarthy Ranch? Yeah, I don't remember the place really. I just remember the game. I, so I was trying to figure out if you knew, because we were trying to figure out where it was. No, no, no. around that area though. All right, cool. Well, we got a city. That, that I don't remember the visuals. Words are not in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> <He's a junior>. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Love you. Um. But yeah, like those those felt pretty good. I have been actually wanting to play like the the boxing ones. I've always wondered how. But I've like we can be successful. We can be one of those people that run into the TV. Oh God, no! Yeah, exactly. Can't can't be one of those. Definitely can't be that guy. Oh. Biggest fear. Because we're gonna be streaming it, so it's like fuck. Now we're up. What kind of what kind of reason are we gonna go viral for? And I don't want to stage shit either, like that, bro. Yeah. Have you seen some of that? Yeah, that, that looks all terrible. the stuff that oh, the shit people stage and do to fucking go viral. That shit is wild to me. Nothing is fucking organic anymore. They're all lying. All of those fuckers are lying. All of it's staged. Probably the homeless people and the people they may be talking to might be in on it. Just like actors and shit. Like it, it just people are people are crazy. Do you remember the during Super Bowl that video that went viral of the dude who went nuts and like broke the shit out of his TV? I mean, uh, there were there were a few videos that went that way, but there was one specific one. I remember. I know what you're talking about. Like, dude's basically having a seizure standing up. Yeah. Like, everyone was saying that one was staged. I'm pretty sure it is. Because I'm I was going to say, that one straight up did look staged as hell. I think he's a comedian. 
but it's just like God. That's why all the stuff that happens like in the moment, organic shit, is all better and more memorable. So, um, uh, to switch sports, but I'd like to mention that uh, Miami Heat is up 2-0 in Boston. Hey, you know what, man? I I think we've talked about it enough on this show. And, And I don't have nearly the amount of, like, I don't want to hate say hatred, but disdain for the Miami Heat like I do, like your Tampa Bay Bucks. Like, that's a different type of... I actually respect the shit out of the Miami Heat. You hate Baker. Let's be honest. When we first got talking, you didn't hate him. I mean, you said it, so there it is. Um, (laughs) Nonetheless, I've always pretty much had respect for the Heat. And I think we've made it very clear on this show that from an unbiased view of everything, I mean, yeah, it could seem biased because Country K is obviously a Miami Heat fan, but from an unbiased opinion and like myself and stuff, I think it's pretty clear Jimmy Butler is a fucking star, a superstar. Like one of the top five players in the fucking league, hands down. It's not even a question. And Jordan son. Wait, he's what? It's been a rumor that, that Jimmy Butler, Jim, uh, Michael Jordan's uh, illegitimate son. <laughs> you know what? That's what I'm saying. The way whether it's true, it. whether it's true or not, the clutch play can make an argument for either or. Bam almost had a triple double, bro. He was a rebound away from a triple double. I mean, no, I look. Look, so bro. I think I think Jay will, and I heard Jay will make a point. And this was one of those things that I actually thought about it going, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense on how things should really go out. He said it's like a um, for playoffs, for for teams and stuff like that, it should be like a it's the 2-1-1 rule. You're going to have two games out of the series where your best player is going to take control and you're going to win because of it. The other two games that you're going to have to win is based on what your team does around you. And how what what did Jimmy what did Jimmy have this last game? Oh shit! I just closed ESPN. Shit! Why am I? Come on! No, I beat you there. I'm I'm going to beat you there. So Jimmy had twenty seven, twenty seven to eight. Rebounds and six assists. And then Bam had 22, 17 rebounds and nine assists. But then uh, Caleb Martin off the bench came and gave 25 points. And Duncan Robinson had 15 off the bench. And then, and then what, what did they, what did he have or what were the statistics in game one? Uh, one if, you, if you can see that. I can. I just got to go to it. Hold on a second. He had 35, five rebounds, and seven assists. 35, five, and seven? Yep. 
And then who? What were the the stats for the guys around him? So Bam had twenty eight rebounds and five assists. And then uh, this was like the best stat of the night for Miami. Uh, Gabe Vincent, Maxi Shrews, Caleb Martin, and Kyle Lowry all had fifteen points apiece. So that's 60 points right there just off of the others. And that's not even that's not even including Bam that was 20 and then Kevin Love had eight. <laughs> like that's how they got the 123. It's like we play team ball. You could make an argument that game one was a Jimmy Butler game, took over. They won the game mainly because of Jimmy. Right. Game two, team game. They're in Miami for game three. And I think Jimmy takes over. And then game four... I don't know if this if the Celtics lose game three and you know I'm kind of taking this from Jay Will too you know shout out to Jason Williams on Keyshawn Jay Will and Max or Jay Williams sorry I said Jason Williams I'm thinking of white chocolate for a second um he made it a point if the Celtics actually no he was talking about the Lakers, that's a different conversation. But the Celtics, I guess you can make the same argument. If the Celtics lose game three, I mean, I think we can chuck up the deuces and call it a series now. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Like, that, that's... What's up, boy? And this was the matchup that you were afraid of the most. Yeah, I feel like they burnt. I feel like they blew their water. I, I, I was just about to say, I was like, you probably caught them at the right time. If you would have started the playoffs against them, that would have been a tougher task. But yeah, Eastern Conference Finals? They had, no, it's morely, morely the fact that they play seven games in every series. And we finished off both of ours in five. So, <laughs> oh no, the second one was six. But still, we finished them early, so it's like we had time to rest. Yeah. And then the the, the Nuggets and the Lakers. This is where Jay Will made the point in L.A. If the Lakers can't pull off Game Three, it's over for them. Oh yeah, same thing. Same thing, but I already know. I already know that uh, Boston ain't winning in Miami. Not Game Three. You think they'll four game sweep it? If Boston win, it's gonna be Game Four. They're gonna be trying to scrap. Nice scrap to survive. That's about it. And then going back to Boston and go ahead and go ahead and kiss they kiss they uh season goodbye. 
because it's easy because they're already home. So they do can take that. Do you think the Lakers can pull something off? Honestly, I think everybody overreacting. How so? The Denver Nuggets were number one in the West. Right. They're supposed to win at home. They have a two-time MVP on their squad. Like, fuck just looking at who they playing. Just the Denver Nuggets alone. You got a two-time MVP. You got the number one seed in the West. And what, like, the second best record? Jamal, or something. Jamal Williams is playing out of – or is it Jamal Williams or Jamal Murray? Murray. Murray. Murray? He's yeah. fucking balling. Yeah. Now nah, he hooping. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he good, but, I mean, it's just – he only hooping because you got D'Angelo Russell guarding him or Dennis Schroeder. It's like who in front of him kind of matters in this in this situation. Does it? It really does. <laughs> to be honest with you. That's why everybody struggled known for his defense. I mean, yeah, but he ain't like he he on the defensive list. You know what I mean? Like all NBA defense, that's not that's not what we're looking at. You know what I mean? That's not what's going on in the day point guard situation. So there you go. Like that's your starting and backup point guard. They both not defenders like that, like top defenders. And Jamal Murray's a good offensive player. He's a great offensive player, actually. The man can go out there and give you 30 to 40. Easy. So Anthony Davis looks tired. Fuck tired. The man is the Michelin man. I don't know why. I mean the yeah, the Michelin man from Ghostbusters. Full of marshmallow. Telling you, he always seems to get hurt every game. Man, Anthony Davis, man, look, There's always something. Look, when I be giving teams fair warning, I be sounding crazy at the moment, but I be I end up being right. It took three years for me to be right. They missed the playoffs one year, then they got knocked out one year. Here we are on the second, on the third year. That's what I'm saying. It's like what was it? Two years. I'm sorry. It was two years. It wasn't three. It was two, but two years because they won and then they missed the playoffs. Yeah, and that's how it went. Right? It was the bubble. Then they had the one season. It's been one season since the bubble, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. But that's what I'm saying. It's like they won the chip. And then I'm telling you, like I said, when they won that chip, I was like, bro, they need to trade that man. Got to trade him. Get rid of him now while you're at his peak. While everybody still want him. Get what you for him. Like, thank you for your services, my boy. I'm going to fuck with you. Okay, how old is Jimmy Butler? Uh, he's probably like my age, like probably like 33, 34, some shit like that. I don't know. He is 33. Yeah. 
same age. How many do you think he can bring to Miami? I mean, he, I'm thinking he's pulling this one this year. I've been saying I, that. I, I think I, so, too. I think I'm honestly we in agreement with you. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it, I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I really started looking at that shit like, holy shit, the way this looking right now, it look like we can pull with this one. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I can kind of agree with you. This is kind of Miami's to lose right now. Especially since we know two old Boston not watch how all of America gonna be like, oh Miami's a real everybody was like, man, nobody thought we was gonna even get past Boston. Y'all took out the number one team. Now you're about to take out the number two team. And you took out the number three team to get there. From the number eight seed. Like, <laughs> we played that right, bro. Y'all earned that. Y'all earned that shit. <laughs> nah, we played it right because remember I told you we 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 lost that game to go to AFC. We let Atlanta win so they can be the seventh seed. You remember when we we was talking about that shit? Like it was like the last game of the year, and I was like, I think we lost that game on purpose. You played it out to where it got to the point where you beat an unsus an unsuspecting Milwaukee Bucks team. You essentially your team essentially did what people were comparing to the 07 Warriors when they beat the Mavericks. And then you go on to play who did y'all play in the second series? Hold on, I can't compare that to that because we. So all, I, I'm not. I'm not saying you. I'm saying some people were, based on the uh, the whole idea of the eight seed beating the one seed. No, I got that. That's why I was saying to their point. I mean, to to refute their point, they continue to say that shit just based on our seed. But we play Giannis the best. We're the team that play Giannis the best. Like across the league, we play. We are the team that play Giannis the best. Yeah. So, I was saying that before they won that chip. I was like, we, we've been whooping his ass every year in the playoffs. So I ain't really, I wasn't worried about it until they won that ring. And then I'm like, oh fuck. And then I was just seeing how he was playing after that. I'm like, fuck, he on some other shit. So, but to say after we we played, um, to your point, we played um, New York. We played the Knicks to answer your question. Okay. And Knicks were, was I right, number three? Or were they number four? They had to have been number three. Because the only the only seed that you would play is the highest seed. Yeah, so three, I guess. So they had to have been, so yeah, you've literally played the one, two, three teams. But you caught them at times where, again, you got the best first first matchup because, like you said, you guys play against <clears throat> Giannis well. You got a team against the Knicks who – a young team against the Knicks who just got a first-round win in, 
kind of blew their wad there. Now you're playing against a Boston Celtics team who is extremely tired after the last two series that they've had to play. And y'all are still fairly fresh. And Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. You guys chess played that shit masterfully. If 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 that's what we're gonna come down to. <laughs> Everyone was playing checkers while you motherfuckers were playing chess. Suppose a great coach. Oh yeah, I think I think the debate for whether or not Spolstra is a is a great coach, I think that that's kind of over. A lot of the questions that were there were because of the idea of when LeBron, you know, and D Wade and everything is like. But since those two have left, you know, getting Jimmy Butler and stuff like that, it's he's he's kept Miami in the talks. So it's like, yeah, I think Spolstra, and he's still fairly young, all things considered, as a head coach, is he not? Yeah. I mean, when we're talking about guys like Kurt Popovich and shit, like how yeah, old they are. He's like in his late 40s. Yeah, so he's still fairly young. You know, stays in decent shape and stuff like that. Yeah, he can. He was one of the youngest head coaches when he got into the league, too. So, I mean, he's got a lot of experience. He's got championship experience. You know, I think the debate's over on whether or not Spolster belongs on that talk of, you know, great coaches. I think he's up there with Kerr. I think he's up there with Popovich. I think he's up there with, you know, those upper echelon of guys in the league right now. Um, Now, on the all-time coaching list, I... He ain't coached long enough for that. For that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I can't, I can't have that discussion just yet. But currently, if you if you're gonna say off of this short stint, then you have to be somebody like Steve Kerr because they're gonna put him up there because of the rings. You know what I mean, well, not not. Well, you think it's just because of the rings, or is it because of his career too? No, I mean his he career. Had pretty, he had a pretty decent career. Well, we're just talking about his coaching right now, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just based off of coaching alone, you know what I mean? Just coaching aside, yeah, he's going to get his accolades because of player because he won rings and shit with the Bulls. And he was a great player for the Cavs back in the day and the Spurs and all that shit, so. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? No, I'm saying it's just far as coaching alone is – uh. I just yeah for his right. I was about to say I don't think Steve Kerr's numbers, especially when it comes to wins. Yeah, I don't they, even think I don't think they're anywhere near close to where Popovich is at. Well, no, he don't have the all-time wins on that level, but he definitely is close to him in rings now. He has four rings. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, if Steve Kerr retired today, they will have him on that list. How many I don't know 
Uh, Spo got two. Spolstra has two. Mm-hmm. Might get three this year. Is it just me? It, it, like, am I am I wrong in the assumption that not enough people are talking about Jimmy Butler, or is it like, or are they talking about him and they really do think he's a superstar? Because I'm not seeing it. No, they they talk about him, but it's only like when he has moments, like when he has like when he had that 56 and the 48. Like they don't talk has- about him consistently, like in the same names as somebody like Giannis no. or LeBron or. Nah, because we don't have we don't have that glaring talent around him. He got a bunch of role guys that played a role. You know what I mean? I mean, LeBron didn't have a gang of talent around him, and they still had. But LeBron was out here dunking and jumping and go, doing all kinds. Like, he had a flash of his own. Jimmy just a hardworking guy. He's just going out there. He's just going to kill you. He don't even care about trying to be flashy. Like he'll get some dunks and shit like that, but he ain't going to be flashy. Jimmy, Jimmy has more. Like you said, he he actually might be Michael Jordan's Ill, illegitimate son, bro. Because he definitely has that "I'm gonna go at you" type of mentality. The same way Jordan did, that killer instinct attitude. You know, defensive like all be all NBA defensive teams and shit like Jimmy's the real deal, and I don't. Again, I could be wrong, and I hope somebody corrects me, but I have not seen Jimmy Butler get the respect that he deserves in the NBA. The fact that he is not talked about as possibly a top 10 or top five player in the league is ridiculous when you consider especially how important he is to that squad. It's just, you talk about like heart and like everybody throws around that term. Oh, he's the heart and soul of this team. He's the heart. Jimmy Butler is legitimate. Absolute poster child for that saying right now. Everything runs through Jimmy. Everybody looks to Jimmy. And he has done nothing but perform. To the he he has exhausted himself in games playing the entire 40 I was it 48 minutes Tonight? No, I'm just saying, like, in general, he's played, like, 40. That's that's what the highest you can get, right? 48 minutes? Yeah. He, he's gone 48 minutes in finals games before. He's gone 48 minutes in playoff games consistently. Like, this man has played. We won them two games. We, it was like, well, I think we won. It was 4-2 when we lost to the Lakers in the bubble. I'm pretty sure it was like that. Or was it a gentleman sweep? I'm not entirely sure, but I'm almost. No, it was a four-two. Okay, yeah. So Jimmy won them two games by himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like not saying like the other guys didn't contribute. Like Tyler Harrell had that moment and shit like that, but Jimmy was out there like, you know what I mean? 
all 48 minutes. And the picture is there, people. You could, how exhausted he, he was, how tired he was. Bro. But between the whistles, Jimmy Butler was a whole nother fucking player that night. He was a whole different player that night. But the addition of Kevin Love has been fucking huge, bro. I guess that's that can't be understated. The, 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 like Kevin, not, Kevin, Kevin Love, if I'm not mistaken, has kind of filled that six-man role where Tyler Hero was. Yeah, since he's been gone. Not, not as far as scoring, but like passing and keeping shit going, getting rebounds, and being that glue person we need. Yeah. And 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 that's essentially what Hero was. I mean, like like I said, like yeah, minus the scoring, he definitely wasn't on the same level as, as Hero was. But when it talks, you know, like the other aspects of the game and executing at a high level to be able to keep things moving, yeah, he's been he's been able to fill that role well. And maybe you know this: is there a timeline to where Tyler Hero is coming back, or is he done? They say if we make it to the finals, he'll be back. Like uh, either game one or game two. Well, I mean, let's be fair. That's gonna happen. I don't. I, I had... write. I won't write Celtics off that fast. Because, like I said, I, I'm a, I'm afraid of that matchup for a reason. You mm. know what I mean? Them boys all like they play us well. The same way we play Giannis well, the Boston Celtics play us well. So, I mean, just like against New York, it's going to be a game where Jimmy going to be tired. And the others will have to be able to do it and plan against Boston. That'll be a game where Jason Tatum just go off. And then I'd bring life into the rest of those motherfuckers. And then you have Marcus Smart start cooking Jalen Brown start cooking should have said Jalen first you know you know what's crazy though we always talk about like you know yeah there's going to be a game where Jimmy's tired and stuff like that I mean yes he's tired but like I said between the wisp he's still at the top of his game he doesn't play tired we know he's Tired because anybody would be fucking tired playing all 48 minutes in a game, but he doesn't play tired. That's the whole the, the difference in the whole thing. And people talk about, well, I mean, there's going to be a game where Jimmy kind of falls off because the game before he exalted too much energy. That's never been the case. He is like energizer bunny status. That motherfucker just. Keeps going. Just just going and going and going. That that's that's Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I just I just like I said, I, I his tired games be when his shots not falling, things like kind of off. Yeah, but he still gets ten plus rebounds and fucking six, seven assists. Yeah, but that it sometimes while still dropping up while still dropping up over twenty. That's an off night for him. Yeah. That off night for him is a fucking career day for other people. Like, 
that that's what I'm trying to say. Like Jimmy Butler is that good. But I don't I don't believe he gets enough credit. Right. I, I I just don't see it. Again, I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. I know Miami Heat, Miami Heat fans, y'all know. Obviously, he's on your team. Y'all see it. You know, you definitely know. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I do believe Jimmy Butler is going to retire a Miami Heat. Hopefully. Oh. I think D-Wade convinced him about the culture and shit like that. And he fell in love with how we get down. He fits with Pat Riley perfectly. Well, I mean, Pat Riley it definitely, you know what I mean, byproduct of what he got going because he's one of the office guys. But him and Spo has been magic. I got to give Spo his credit because Pat Riley ain't coaching. You know what I mean? I mean, Pat Riley's not coaching, but he's still established a culture there. And established a way of doing things there. Yeah. He teamed up well with Spolstra with Spolstra. Yeah. But Pat Riley has played like the, the GM role you know fairly mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. what I'm saying. Like Jimmy in that role, like it's just perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect perfect mix at the right time. And I think it's one of those things if if people don't pay attention, the Heat might fuck around and win a couple championships in the next five years. That So I will put the couple on it because I was watching Gilbert Arena's podcast, not really trying to like get him credit like that, but the reason why I'm doing that is because it's the source, because of what I'm about to say. So Rashard McCants, he's on the show. He's a part of the show. He's one of the, you know, one of the guys on the show with Gilbert. And um, he basically was saying, like, because they were talking about Damian Lillard and where Damian Lillard should go just based off of how what's been going on lately with him, uh, how, you know, fans have been calling for him to, to like, dip. You know what I mean? The one guy tweeted at him and stuff like that. So Rashawn McCants had got in there. Uh, he got on the show, and he was like, Miami will be a good fit for Dame. With Dame, Jimmy, and Bam. And I'm like, yeah, that'll be a good fit. But then we'll lose people like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. You know what I mean? We'll we'll lose little pieces like that where it's like, shit, like, was, was that fucking, was that worth it just to have Dame for a couple of years to lose somebody like Tyler Hero? And it's like, I, I wouldn't do that personally. I would love to have Dame on my team, but not for Tyler Hero, because I know that would be the fucking Tyler Hero on some picks type of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think y'all should keep Hero, too. I agree with you on that one. That's another one of those pieces that just fits well. Right. I'm telling you. He's wow. one of your one of your four pillars, so to speak. Man, when he came in, him, Duncan Robinson is a year ahead of him, but it was him and uh, Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> they was the baby goats. Oh, you were pissed when y'all got rid of Nunn. 
bro, you just went and signed with the fucking Lakers. Now look at him. He ain't even, I don't even know where the fuck he at now. I think he on the Nets or some shit like that. I don't know where Kim the Nine is now. He should have stayed. Left bro, what, what are you doing? You should have stayed. That same role that that Gabe Vincent is now flourishing in, that could have been that could have been his role. That could have been his role right now because Kyle Lowry literally played one season as the starter after that. <laughs> and now Gabe Vincent has basically been the starter this year. That would have been Kendrick Nunn. That would have been you right now. Gabe Vincent would have been your backup, would have got rid of Kyle Lowry. Would have had more cap and we probably would have picked, got another person. Fucking terrible. <laughs> but it's like who who would you say is your like your foundational four pillars of your team? Um off the bat I mean, obviously Jimmy, I think Tyler Hero's another one. Well, I'm saying right now, because Tyler not playing, I'm saying off the bench for sure, Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry. For sure. Kyle off Lowry. Bench, yeah. Real shit. Like I, I just Wait, how he plays. I, I'm saying I don't like him. You know how I feel. That's but, why I'm saying, like, how this is hell? another this is another Draymond Green situation. You remember how I was like, I don't fuck with Draymond Green and all this shit, but it's like I understand his role and his fucking asset to the Warriors. This is the exact same situation. I'm not a fan of his game and shit, but I understand his role and asset to the fucking Miami Heat, especially now he's coming off the bench and he's been having games where he's fucking cooking. He's like, he literally been cooking. Like, craziness. With with fucking napalm. You know what I mean? So. Hey, bro, did you see the video? uh, Giannis. Somebody said for him to go to the Warriors and he got like, Kind of excited. He's like, yay, hey. He's like, oh, man. And people were like, if, if Giannis went to the Warriors, I was like, if Giannis went to the Warriors, LeBron would would retire. If Giannis went to the Warriors, I'm going to be all the way honest with you. I'm going to stop watching fucking basketball, personally, because and just move. Would, would you stop watching basketball the same way I stopped watching baseball? Just yeah. on some bullshit. I'm just done watching it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done watching it, and then I'm moving to New Mexico. Because I got to get the fuck out of the Bay Area. At that point. I got, it's going to be unbearable for you. I can't take it at that point. But Giannis ain't going to do no whole ass shit like that. He Greek. He don't have... Can I give you can I give you a theory that I had thought about the other day? What's that? So let's take a walk in history real quick. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Right. Started off his career with the Milwaukee Bucks. Won a championship with him. Rookie of the year. And then um decided uh he wanted to be a New York Nick or a Los Angeles Laker. Traded him to LA. 
ended up teaming with Magic. Five more championships. Um, the rest is history. I feel there is a possibility that Giannis falls in those footsteps. Wins a championship with the Bucks, And then at some point ends up leaving for greener pastures for a more contended team for championships. Giannis for AD will piss everybody in Milwaukee off. They will burn that building down. I don't think Gian- – well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Giannis is going to go to the Lakers. I'm thinking that scenario of Giannis going to the Warriors being one of those ends up giving Steph Curry. I I think if Giannis went to the Warriors, I think Curry Thompson and Draymond have a real good chance of all three of them uh, passing Michael Jordan six. They'll win probably two or three more championships with Giannis on the team. All right. And then people are going to start because I've asked people before. Let's just say I and I asked him, I was like, what if Steph Curry, because, I mean, he is younger than LeBron. What if Steph Curry, with all the threes, with all the points, with all, everything that he puts up, eventually somewhere down the line gets talked about as one of the top scoring leaders? And then on top of that, wins a few more championships in the process. Do we start talking about him being... As good, if not better, than LeBron. No. How how does that not, though? How does that not start bringing in the conversation of Steph? Because people only look at LeBron's success. They don't look at LeBron's failures. Like, you got to realize... LeBron literally drug a bunch of fucking bums to the finals and got swept by the Spurs. Steph Curry ain't never did that in his fucking life. He ain't never drug nobody nowhere. It's always a collective of, it's always strength in numbers. You ain't gonna, like, I don't give a fuck how many rings Steph get. Make make this shit make sense to me. I got Mr. Fab as the background. He's from the town. Let me go ahead and switch this because I know he ain't gonna probably agree with this shit. <laughs> so I put Shannon Sharp on because I'm I'm for the I'm for the pull of Shannon Sharp right now. Which one I want? Which Shannon Sharp should I get? That one or this one? Hold on. All right. Look, hey, uh, which Shannon Sharp should I use? This one or this one? You I think I'll use that one. That's exactly how I was looking at John the next time. I mean, came up on the goddamn thing. So I'm going to use this Shannon Sharp to fucking give my little monologue right quick. This little very short monologue about this fucking shit. There is no point in fucking time in Steph Curry's life that I've ever seen him in the public eye that he's carried a fucking basketball team professionally 
to the goddamn finals. I guess they'll say last year, but I ain't going for it because that's the reason why Jordan Poole got paid and punched. So, <laughs> I ain't going. I ain't going. I'm telling you, I'm not going. LeBron took a bunch of bums and got swept. You can see him make it seem like, oh, LeBron, say whatever you want. That man, look, when he retires and it be 10 years from now, everybody going to be praising that man. Like, they're going to be like, oh, man, LeBron really. I'm like, I know. This motherfucker did some shit. I was looking like, these motherfuckers suck, bro. In today's NBA, that team LeBron took to the fucking goddamn finals, bro, would have never made it to the playoffs. They would have never made it to the fucking playoffs. So when people sit here and talk about that kind of shit, them motherfuckers was ass. <laughs> the athletes of today, compared to that team that he went and played the Spurs, them motherfuckers was ass. And ain't no way. Ain't no way. You know what I mean? You had a couple guys that were translated. You know what I'm saying? You had shooters and shit like that on the team. But as far as the team is holding, them boys booty. So they you're not going to make me believe I think the argument of greatest of all time starts to get a little difficult to talk about because it's hard to compare eras. And I think we need to start talking about greatest of all times as such like we need to start talking okay the greatest of this era the greatest of this era and the greatest of this era and then you could start talking about like mount rushmore's and shit but just naming one is the greatest of all time starts to become to a point where you almost can't because there's so many arguments that could be made for different players like people make the argument oh well, Jordan won six championships. Bill Russell won 11. And what? You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won six also. He also had way more accolades and stuff like that throughout college and stuff and throughout his career than Michael Jordan did. He played longer and stuff too. Why are we not talking about Kareem as the greatest of all time? You know, it's just... It becomes an argument that's one of those that you're never going to It's an argument just to argue. Now, if we start talking about eras, like the greatest of certain eras, then we can start having a little bit more of a better conversation because you can compare them because they both played in that era. If we start talking about this era, the conversation of the great the at least at least the two greatest players of this era is LeBron James and it's Steph Curry and it's not an argument there is no argument to it because both players have changed the game in ways you know that only generational talents do they changed the game of basketball. They changed the way the game is played. We had this conversation before. LeBron basically made it so where big men were getting the assist numbers rather than only the 
down low and the rebounds and stuff like that. They were becoming better passers. And Steph Curry, when it came to the guard position, especially the point guard position, he basically destroyed what it meant to be a point guard. That's why they said Chris Paul was probably the last point, like true point guard, because Steph Curry came in and took over to where now almost every single point guard can shoot the three ball or tries to shoot the three ball. You know, Dame Lillard, all these different names of Donovan Mitchell to everyone shooting the three ball. You know, so Steph Curry changed the game in that aspect. And then when you talk about their rivalry when it comes to like championships and stuff like that, the 3-1 that, you know, LeBron has over Steph with with the Cavs, especially after Steph winning not only the MVP, and I believe it was unanimous, that was the unanimous one, with 73 wins, the most wins in the season, you beat Jordan's Bulls. <clears throat> And you come back from 3-1 to win the championship. Uh, to win the Western Conference Championship. And then they lost the championship. They lost the ring that year to LeBron. That's no, that's what I'm saying. They were they were up 3-1 to LeBron. They lost the 3-1 lead. Yeah. After winning. Yeah. There you go. From being down 3-1 to the fucking Thunder and KD. There you go. There you go. You know, the 73-win team and everything, all for nothing because, you know, LeBron has that win over him now. But rings-wise, LeBron and Steph are both equaled up at four. LeBron has been to definitely more championships than Steph has. Took more bones. But when it comes – but he's, you know, lost – you know, the win-loss ratio in championships is more in Steph's favor. What happens Steph, is, Steph has won more championships and more finals than he's lost. That's um, bums. What? That's what happens when you take bums. LeBron's been taking bums. I mean, you can make the argument that that, that, that – time where LeBron basically had gone to like eight straight championships or something like that. What was it? Eight, ten straight championships yep. before he went to the Lakers? I think it was like ten, yeah. So ten from from Miami all the way to to the Cleveland days? You can make the argument throughout that time the East was subpar at best. Because he's dominant, I guess. No, and not so much as because he's dominant. Just team-wise, the East didn't have as good as teams as the West did at the time. Yeah. That's a lot of the reasons why, you know, when LeBron was losing to good teams in the West, like the Spurs, Duncan and everybody else like that. That's what I'm saying. When when I said LeBron, I was like, watch LeBron as soon as he gets to the West. That whole streak of going to championships is going to end. And it did. 
And then the bubble happened. They made it to the championship there. But since then, they haven't been to the finals. Yeah, because they... Because... Well, I think of it more because the West is tougher. But the East... But the East, since LeBron has made the move to the Lakers to the West, the East has gotten significantly better. I don't see that. I, I would. Embiid, Giannis. I'm talking about the LeBron part. I ain't, I'm talking about just only the LeBron part, not the East. The East, yeah, I agree with that. But I'm saying as far as LeBron going to the West, I want to say that his first year with the West, yeah, I heard his groin. His second year, that's when he had AD, and that's when the bubble happened. Third year, they missed the playoffs. That's when, like I said, man, he, come on, man. you playing against – Teams that got two, three superstars and stuff like that, and you. Uh, but, but but that's what I'm saying. Whether they're playing superstars or not, the fact is the West is tougher, a tougher conference to be able to get to the the championship. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The argument you can make is the reason why LeBron made it to the fucking finals all the time is because it was easy for him to get through the Eastern Conference because there was nobody there to get in get in his way. There was nobody there. There was nobody that you can make a case that, oh, this is the team that's going to take on LeBron. There was nobody there. I feel you. They just walked right fucking through it. And then he gets to the to the West where the competition was always tougher. And now look what happens. It's a completely different story. And now, if anything, if LeBron wins a championship as a Laker in the West, it actually amplifies his career. It makes him more great. I would actually argue that if LeBron wins a championship with the Lakers this year from being down 2-0 against the Nuggets right now and somehow beats either the Celtics or the Heat, which the way it looks is probably going to be the Heat, you can make the argument that it's like, yeah, LeBron. Yeah, so, LeBron's like this was the toughest test that he has ever had, and he succeeded. So let me ask you this: LeBron is a generational talent, yes. Right. Oh, one hundred percent. All right. So outside of Steph Curry and Kobe Bryant, out of LeBron twenty years, name another generational talent. Other than. Steph Curry, Curry Steph? that's LeBron's twenty year. He played with played against Kobe, and he played against Steph. Name another generational talent in the West. You had amazing talent. No, I'm saying in the NBA, in, in, the whole year, all in, in the NBA, the whole had amazing talent. Like Kevin Kevin Durant, he's amazing, but he's not a generational talent. He's building all that shit, but it's like he's not changing the game like Steph did. Kobe and Steph changed the game. Well, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. I'm tripping. Kevin Durant did change the game, so I probably should put him on that list as well. But like, I was about to say, I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm tripping. I, I, I realized when I said it, I'm like, I'm fucking tripping. Yes, Kevin <laughs> Durant did change the game. Hey, yeah, Kevin Durant did change the game. So outside of those three names, you really ain't got too much. You got a bunch of guys that you can really like say, well, this guy's like this, this guy's like this, this guy's like this, and then you got Giannis. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say somebody like. But like as far as Giannis, Yo, has like, played, like, like 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 Embiid or Giannis or Jokic, like Jokic, yeah. But none of those guys have Giannis and Jokic ain't played that long. They got the back half of LeBron. 
those mm-hmm. other three names, Kevin Durant, Steph, and Kobe got the real LeBron. You get what I'm saying? They got the real LeBron when he was out there doing all of that crazy shit. Like Giannis may have played him a couple times, but he wasn't a contender when LeBron was out there doing his shit. You get what I'm saying? Wade Wade wasn't considered generational. Nah, Wade was Wade. D Wade is like he said himself. He mimicked his game off Kobe. D Wade was amazing, but D Wade learned how to win from Shaq and Alonzo Mourning them, and he pretty much taught LeBron how to win. He was like the teacher to LeBron. He was. LeBron's Yoda. And they was out there really going together. There was banned at arms. Probably the wrong analogy or whatever the fuck, but he definitely taught that man how to win because before that, he was getting to the point of not winning. Them together, they needed each other. But D-Wade been there before, so he knew how to get there. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, and I could be talking on my ass because I'm hot. Whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll never know. <laughs> what about so what about um Duncan Tim Duncan yeah but like nobody gives Tim Duncan that credit like that nobody thinks of Tim Duncan really like doing shit like that because the NBA is not played like that anymore the quote unquote greatest power forward of all time yeah, but the NBA is not played like that anymore. You see not what I'm saying? Any, not anymore. No, That's but what I'm saying. So Tim Duncan ain't been retired that long to when it's like he. You know what I'm saying? Like this, he ain't like David Robinson. You get what I'm saying? Like David Robinson is a couple of decades removed. You get what I'm saying? Like he's been gone for a while. So that's just what I'm saying. Like you, Tim Duncan, what retired five years ago? Some shit like that. They just. What, I think it's been more than five years. Eighteen. That's what. When did he retire? He, he was he was retired maybe five years before the bubble. Well, the bubble was twenty twenty, so twenty fifteen. The bubble was twenty twenty. Okay, it wasn't that long ago. That's what I'm saying. So I said twenty fifteen. That's what I mean. Tim Duncan. No, no, he it was probably twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's what I said five years ago. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, my bad. So that's not that long ago, and the NBA is so far removed from how he plays. But the other three names already are, in five years. Damn. That's what I'm saying. The other three names that I said, they still play like those three guys. Now the other two guys that I that you mentioned, it's like yeah, but they, like I said, they got old LeBron. When they became contenders, they got old LeBron. They like Jokic is playing old LeBron right now. If he would have had Heat LeBron or first Cavs LeBron, this shit would be crazy. You get what I'm saying? Or even, no, scratch first Cavs, second Cavs LeBron, when he knew how to win. And he just kept losing to the fucking Warriors. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... I mean, obviously, you got to look at it for what it is. You got to enjoy greatness when you see it, when it's happening in the moment. That way you can be able to one day tell your grandkids about it because eventually that's where a lot of us, it's going it, to it's gonna end up because um, stories of 
great players and great moments and stuff like that need to be passed down because it's, it's before we really like take off and head off. Like I really wanted to kind of address this because it, it really did actually kind of hit home for me because I actually had a chance to meet him at one point and um, talk to him for a brief, brief uh, moment. But uh, Jim Brown, the legendary uh, greatest running back of all time, uh, Jim Brown passed away and in his L.A. home peacefully. And um, it was it was rough because, you know, if, if you if anybody pays attention, really, to what happens in life, not just on the field, but off the field. Jim Brown was way, way more uh, than just a running back. Um, the things that he did to help with the civil rights movement and civil rights in general um, is preceded by none. Like it, it just what he's done in his lifetime um you talking about a generational talent this is somebody as a human being um there's there's never going to be anything like him uh again i don't think um cuz again not just what he was doing on the field it's what he did off the field and but on the field you can just you can talk for days how he just revolutionized the sport. He was Jim Brown was one of the reasons why the the NFL helped stay afloat back in the days. You know, he was the main attraction. You know, he held that rushing record for a long, long time. Um before, you know, Walter Payton and and you know, guys like like that, you know came after him but jim brown like jim brown was so good even barry sanders his dad like you know, as good as barry sanders was even barry sanders dad said jim brown was better than he was <laughs> like you it, you can watch the tape like jim brown was just a hell of an athlete and an even better person um and like I said, I've always kind of that moment where I got to actually meet him and like the time that I saw him, it you could feel like there's that aura about him. You only feel that with certain people. And with him, it was just genuine. Like he was there to have a good time. I think he was there to see one of his grandsons or or something like that was at the football camp. Um during that time, this was during uh, it was at a Santa Barbara quarterback camp. Caleb was um, doing a camp there. So me and my mom and my dad were there, obviously, in support. And then we just Jim Brown was there. So we were wondering why he was there. But apparently uh, his I think it was his grandson or his nephew um, was at the camp. Um so it even like standing next to him 
he was still taller, bigger than everybody. And I think at that point, um, gosh, he, he was walking with a cane, but he was still like, I want to say he was early seventies, maybe. Somewhere around there, like in his early 70s. But he was still relatively healthy, and he's big guy. <laughs> big, big guy. Um, I think he was shit about like a whole even kind of you know, slouching with his cane and stuff like that a little bit. He was still pretty significantly taller than I was. Um but yeah, when I got that news earlier today that one it that one hit and hurt a little a little more than others because Jim Brown was again for me being a his, historian essentially and loving history and especially the NFL's history Jim Brown stands above all as one of the major influences um for you know why i wanted to play the game of football to begin with um so hearing of his passing and just in in a way happy because he did go peacefully i mean according to his family and stuff they released a statement about it he he went peacefully in his la home which is fitting you know he as much peace as he tried to bring um he finally gets to to rest and from myself from everybody obviously here at the Jocko's and everybody I'm sure all around the world our condolences are to the uh or to Jim Brown's family and our thoughts and condolences definitely go to the legend himself uh Jim Brown. So ladies and gentlemen, if you get to get the chance to watch some film um or do any sort of research on what type of human being um Jim Brown was uh please do. I might even try to come up with a little something um to put on the YouTube channel and everything else like that. So we'll see what comes out of this, but um, rest in peace to Jim Brown and uh, condolences to his family. Uh, Let's see. On a lighter note, as we are getting out of here, ladies and gentlemen, again, a seven fell championship coming up. Playoffs are happening. Stay tuned this weekend. Uh, Devin Haney, versus Lomachenko happening tomorrow on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a fight. You're not going to want to miss that. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. There's a lot more in store, so stay tuned. Hang out with us. Be a part of the Joppa Army. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Go see all on the uh, little social media handles that you see there throughout the show. The All Pro Joffos. Tornado Bros Productions. For myself, JP, for the 610Bs from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. We will see you guys on next time. Peace.